1: Thank you for joining us. We are now going to move on over to Real Estate Straight Talk. Want to know what's going
0: on in the home buying market? Stay tuned. Real Estate Straight Talk is up next, part of the Cocoa Express Network.
1: Hello and good evening. This is Sharon Homer uh, with Healthy Real Estate and Associates. We have Joe Bellardo on the line today, and we want to welcome all of our guests back to the show for Real Estate Straight Talk for 2015. We have some exciting show topics for you um, this this evening and this month, Joe Bellardo. Do we have you on the line?
0: Uh yeah. Hi.
1: Uh... Okay. And um, we just wanted to introduce um, Charles Johnson, um, who is the founder of HARP, which is Homeless People Are Real—the acronym for Homeless People Are Real People Too. Um, and Char- Charlie, do we have you on the line?
2: Yes, you do. Hi. Joe. All
1: right. Hey. Hi, Charlie. Welcome to the show. Hey. Um, Charlie, we want to open up with having you just to do a brief introduction of yourself and to introduce um, HARP to our audience
2: today? You know? Sure. Um, well, my name is Charles Johnson. I'm a native of Wilmington, 54 years old. Um, briefly about Hart. Uh HARP was founded over three years ago. I uh, came out with a discussion with a friend of mine named Sean Allen, who used mm-hmm. to run the YES program. Um, youth is um, striving to succeed. And he had mentioned to me at the time about doing something for the homeless um, doing a banquet. And we talked about it. We sat down. Uh, I came up with the acronym heart, and the reason was homeless are real people, too. And he said, no, because homeless people are real people, too. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, I was homeless and started building an organization. Um, We had our first banquet. Um, we gave gifts to the homeless, um, over 250 gifts at the first banquet. Uh, the next year we did a meritorial forum. We had all the meritorial candidates, and um, we had homeless and formerly homeless people there uh, to ask questions of the candidates that has never been done in the state of Delaware.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we do a lot of advocacy for the homeless. Um, We're in the process of um, trying to get signatures for a homeless bill of rights for the state of Delaware. We just um, teamed up with Travelers Aid International to bring Travelers Aid back to Delaware, and we're also getting ready to bring out a homeless newspaper uh, probably around April or May.
1: That's awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about um, the Travel Aid?
2: Yes. Travelers Aid has been away from Delaware for almost 20 years, Mm -hmm. and we reached out to Travelers Aid because we see a need for that. Now, Travelers Aid does a variety of things. They help with motels. uh, They help people that get stranded uh, to get back home. Um, I learned that there's some Travelers Aids that actually have transitional housing. I have been to Washington, D.C. and met with the director. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we're looking at to do and we're in close contact with the international office, is to be able to, A, help people with motel vouchers, and, B, also looking into getting some houses for transitional housing, especially for families.
1: hmm That's awesome. That's awesome. One thing that I um, love about your website is you have a picture um, on your About Us tab, um, which speaks, I believe, a thousand words. Um, because you have a man um, who appears to be homeless um, that is faceless, and he's holding a sign that says, before you turn away, put yourself in my place. Um, And I believe that uh, speaks volumes because anyone, especially in today's economy, anybody's face can be um, the picture that is on your website. We can all envision ourselves in that place. Joe,
0: do you agree?
3: Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, if people are listening and saying, Hey, this is real straight street talk, why are we talking about homeless? And um for those who've been listening to the show, um, you know that in the past we were talking a lot about um short sales, we were talking about a lot about foreclosures. Well, you know, this this is the the fallout, if you will, from that, you know, record numbers of foreclosures and all of the short sales and people losing their homes, well, um, you know, this is the new face of homelessness now. You know, we have many people who, uh, you know, for one reason or another, have now lost their homes, and it's not, you know, we kind of stereotype homeless people and you go, ah, it's a druggie, you know, a drunk. But, no, it's regular people, as Charlie said, families, you know,
0: Mm -hmm. people who've
3: had jobs and got laid off, Um, you know, just people, just regular people like anyone else who have now lost their their home, they've been victims to some of the things we talked about, you know, in the mortgage um, industry that happened and so on. And now there's a whole um group of people who are now in this situation, you know, which is why we um reached out to Charlie and we're talking about um this situation because this is very real and it's- affecting a lot more people than people realize that's uh-huh. right.
1: Correct, and I, I don't believe you. You had also mentioned stereotypes, and the stereotype, I believe, needs to be thrown yeah. out the window because um, even going back to the faceless man on the website, I believe homelessness does have a face. Um, but that it, it, it's the face of it. I mean, people are facing, you know, foreclosures and um, yeah. short sales, just as you uh, mentioned, um, and it can be anyone at any given moment um, with job losses or. Um mm-hmm. Disabilities or anything like that um and I mm-hmm. think we all need to take it a little bit more serious um and even when it comes to resolution to homelessness um so that we don't even have to stereotype people um because it can it it can be anybody and we, you know we've talked Absolutely. about in the past, as you mentioned, you know trying to keep solutions and for homeowners to keep their homes and to obtain homes within their means and within their um budget um which is very important i mean there are, you know joe and i we we spoke about um people who purchase homes outside of their means massive homes unused uh, unused space um all kinds of things and you know it it, it goes back to um people who don't have a space and creating um a resolution for the, for for the people who don't have homes but not necessarily because of Alcoholism or anything like that. More so, there are people, homeless people, who are employed. Is that correct, Charlie?
2: That is very correct. Um, I know, I know a gentleman that's employed, um, and he lives under a bridge, so he can't afford. He cannot afford to get a place, and that is mm-hmm. very true. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: The like you said, the stereotype of homeless people being drug addicts um uh, alcoholics is not true. And just like Joe said, you have people that have lost their houses because they couldn't keep up their mortgages. They made a mm-hmm. job by the downsides and laid them off, um, and they ended up on the street. So that's, mm-hmm. that is increasingly common now, and I run into mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, when you. Yeah,
3: yeah. I want to add to another thing I run into a lot. Um, you know, because I'm a property manager and I deal with rentals a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm running into a lot of people who were tenants, and they're now homeless because their landlord got foreclosed on. Correct. Right. So they they got stuck. Um, they had no clue that the the mortgage wasn't being paid because the landlord never told them. And then all of a sudden, you know, the sheriff is coming. And they're putting a padlock on the door and saying you got X amount of um, time to leave this house because it has been foreclosed on, and it's and it's just like what, you know, and it's like what do you do, you know? So this there's, there's so many different stories um, and, and things that are going on, in you know with the economy and everything, it's just you know it, it, it's 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 terrible, you know. So one thing we're talking you know with Charlie about is Okay, solutions, what are some things we can do, you know, to, to remedy the situation?
1: Correct. Correct. And, Charlie, um, in regards to um, – I know you have some interesting things that HARP um, is involved with when it comes to um, homelessness. You um, – I know – uh we spoke before about some of the even the create from the creative aspect of the um selling of the art and different things like that. Can you elaborate a little bit more about that?
2: Okay. Um one a couple of things that we do um is like you say the selling of the art um uh, to try to help people, especially people that are homeless or formerly homeless, to put some money in the pocket. Um mm-hmm. one of the big things that Harp is strong about is empowerment. We believe in empowering people. And the more the people get empowered, the more they feel more accomplished. Um that's where the newspaper comes in. It will empower people to be able to get um not much income, but it'll give, it'll give them the confidence that one of the things I suffered with for the first few years of my homelessness, I lost my lack of confidence. Um, And one of the reasons, and I know, Joe, you probably ran across this too, is when you get in the position where you're almost becoming homeless or you are homeless, and you have people constantly saying, no, 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 I can't help you, you give up. Yeah. And one of the most important things, and I stress this, Especially with case managers, I stress this hard. Sometimes you're going to have to take them by the hand and do the work for them,
0: mm-hmm. and then
2: and help them build back their confidence because that's what was done for me, and that's what we do. So it's, and that's necessary sometimes. Sometimes you got to go beyond the call of duty to help somebody get back on their feet, and that's what we try to do.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: Um, I think that is that's. I think that's uh, really good um, when empowering people who have pretty much lost hope. Um, and I, I believe Joe and Charlie that we have a caller on the line um, that we're go- that we're going to bring through that has a question in regards to the topic. Um, so the line is open. Caller, do we have you on the show? Yes. Okay, can you Hello. state your name and the question you have? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. My name is Tiffany Matthews, and um, the first question I have is, um, how do you recommend meetings on demand for the new face of homelessness? Um, I think that's a great question. Charlie, would you like to um, – I know, Charlie, you just stated um, some of uh, the empowerment that you offer through Heart. Um, and I know that we've also spoke about um some new initiatives that I know that you were looking into um that hasn't yet been kicked off with some other states are doing it as well that I think might be um, a a good uh answer to that question. Would you like to elaborate a little bit with that uh Charlie
2: uh, could you just uh repeat the question a little bit, please
1: uh yes. Can you hear me? Yes, okay. Um, how do you recommend meeting the demand for the new state of homelessness?
2: Okay, one of the things one of the things that we've been looking at is a couple of things. number one, um, one of the major problems is that we ran across the past few months is families, mostly single mothers with children that cannot find a place to go for shelter. And in a lot of cases, what happens is, if they are on the street, if social services get involved, their kids are taken away from them, and it's a long process to get the children back. So I have gotten calls on that, and I have a great relationship with Rita Langriff, the cabinet secretary, and have been able to step in and stop um, that from happening. So we're looking at getting a couple of transitional houses that we can put families in and help them get stabilized, get back on their feet, not a 30- or 60-day program because, honestly, they do not work because they end up getting bounced around and bounced around. The kids are not stable. Um, they may have to change schools. They may have to change daycare. So we want to give them some stability. And help them to get back on their feet and help them with whatever um uh, they need to um whatever needs they have. secondly, we've been looking strongly into the tiny house um project um These are homes that are about about two hundred square feet, some of them up to two to five hundred square feet um It ranges to build them anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars. They have been very successful. In other states, um, New York, Texas, um, Greensboro, North Carolina. So we're looking into that to bring that initiative here, because what can happen is this can be um, this can be a way to get people off the street, and get them stable, and they also have the chance of ownership of their houses. And if they don't want to, as they get as they get more stability, and they decide to move on to a house. Or even an apartment, this is something they can have as an investment, so we're looking into we're looking very hard into that been doing some research today, and um these are the things that we are looking at in regards to the homeless problem in the state of Delaware
1: okay um second question um what <clears throat> gaps do you think um other than the ones that you just stated Delaware has with providing means for homelessness other than the you know, um fact that they don't have places to live and they get their kids taken away?
2: Well, the other guess, of course, is um, low-income housing. Um, uh-huh. A lot of people make minimum wage or above minimum wage, but a lot of people cannot afford $700, $750 a month. You know, it's virtually and it's impossible if you're on minimum wage, we need more low income housing. There's a uh-huh. deficit in that. And that's one of the things we're looking into also. You know, there's gotta there's got be a way to get more low income housing and just to keep people off the street. You know, this has been a this has been a problem for many years. So the housing out there but people can't afford it. So what do we do? We' got to start making some initiatives for more low income housing to get people off the streets and get them
1: stable. Mhm, I think that's good. Um, thank you so much for joining the show, Tiffany. Um, we appreciate your questions. Did you have um anything else you wanted to share or any other input or questions? um how do we get more information about helping um your initiative?
2: Okay, let me give you my phone number. My phone number is three zero two four four two five one two seven, and I'd be more than happy to talk to you about how you can help because we need all the help we can get. And my name all is right, thank
1: you. Johnson. Okay, thank you.
2: You're and welcome. Tiffany, That'll
1: just, just um, again, thank you for joining the show, and let me just also. Um, Direct you to uh the website because there's a lot of, there's a wealth of information um on harp's website as well um which again his website uh is uh, w um dot w e a r e harp dot com which is we are harp dot com um there's a wealth of information there as well and um ways that you can um support are you a non-profit?
2: Yes. Yes, we became part. It's funny. Got the letter of a 501c3 status on my birthday, July the 11th.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yes, we are non nonprofit.
1: Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Again, thank you for joining the show. Joe, did you have any input um based off of the um questions and answers um that uh, Charlie provided? I know the um that home initiative that you mentioned um is something that we all spoke of and all support and I think it's a wonderful outreach opportunity for um a lot of other nonprofits and even housing authorities I would think um or cities and counties to get involved with that because I think that's um I think that's a great opportunity actually.
3: Yeah, um, and Charlie and I have had, you know, some preliminary talks, but, you know, we plan on doing um, multiple things. One which he uh, mentioned was, you know, the shelters, um for families um, and the tiny homes being one level of transitioning people into those. Um, we also talked about, you know, our, our program, the the home program, in which um we can get people into, you know, ownership of home.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, uh rent to own kind of situations. But in addition to that, um, education, so before we even put them into a home, uh, we wanna put together a a, a school, if you will, um to really help people uh, reintegrate themselves into society, as Charlie mentioned, um, when you're in those kind of situations, you lose confidence, and when you lose confidence, you wind up isolating yourself. You know, you feel mm-hmm. so conscious uh, You know, so you know I I've, I've been saying this for a while now, and it's it's what I live by, and that success in life, you know, not just business, but in life, it's about Mm -hmm. the relationships that you have with other people.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
3: you know, once you start to isolate yourself like that and you lose self-confidence and some of those other things, you know, that's one of the the first side effects is you you no longer are in positive relationships. So that's one thing. You know, in addition to, you know, the obvious things, such as, you know, financial planning and things like that,
0: mm-hmm. you know, that
3: they're, they're going to need, you know, credit building and use savings. Um, but in addition to that, you know, there's the, the mental health issues that you deal with when you get into that state and, and the social issues. So, you know, we want to give them those skills or reintroduce it back to them, those that had it before, and then then we think um, people will be better equipped to become homeowners or even tenants or what have you,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, you know, so, to, to, so that they're out of the homeless situation, but we want it to be a permanent move Correct. You know, out of that situation. You know, and we talked before, you know, we have our ideas, homeless campus, and things. So we want to kind of integrate all this together into one, you know, you know, one big unit working together
0: mm-hmm. and
3: have several options because, you know, there's levels, you know, mm-hmm. but different people will be able to do different things. And so we want to be able to meet them, you know,
2: where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's very important to meet them where they're at. You know, and help to elevate them to a, to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I said, and like I said, I've seen it too, and I went through it. There's a lot of people that's been beaten down, and a mm-hmm. lot a lot of them are going to need to take them by the hand and help them through that. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: So you know, we definitely um, have to be prepared for that.
1: Yeah.
2: You
3: know, and and it's important. You know, we were talking about this a little bit before Sharon. You know, it's um. You know, you live in a society, you live in a community, neighborhood with people, and you know, um, there's such a big, huge economic disparity these days in these very wealthy people,
1: and then some who
3: are just in extreme poverty, and you know it's it's just about reaching out to your your neighbor you know to your fellow citizens and doing what's best for the entire community you know
1: correct
3: you know it's definitely not good for for anyone to have you know people sleep on street corners or what have you you know right. um so you know, it's it's funny because again, people diso- disassociate. Uh, you know, you put them in the corner. Oh, that's them or homeless guy You know, but it's mm-hmm. like no, this is your community. You know, it is. Mhm. You know, so that's what we have to do is retake ownership back of it and say, well, you know, we don't want anyone in our community to be homeless. You know, or we we don't want some of the, we don't want vacant houses and, and things of that nature going on, because once you start to see that, it, it, you know, it's a domino effect, you Correct. know, and, and, and manifests in many ways, you know, increasing crime and, you know, so many other things that you start to see, and, and it starts there, you know. So it, it's this is, this is crucial, and it's happening all around the country, you know. Yes. We're in yes. Delaware, and it's, we're seeing it here in Delaware, but, I mean, you could so easily be anywhere in the country, and, and it's happening, you know, all over the place. So, uh, you know, this is something that, yeah, this is something that no matter where you are, um, you know, get together with some people and, you know, you don't have to do exactly what we're doing, but, you know, we can do something, you know. That's right. Something concrete. That's right. You know, to, to improve the situation of, of the country,
0: basically.
1: And I agree. I think that's actually a good um tip, um a a good tip for the day is where you left off. You know, people build communities. Um, we make our communities, um, what we put in what we put into it. Um and you I, I I'll never forget driving um down the street. It was on a Christmas Eve and seeing a homeless person um in the street. And all I could think was, What if that were me? And what would I do? Where would I go? And how would I get myself out of the situation? And that's a mindset that I always keep myself in because it could be me at any day or any moment. And I think we should all um, keep that mindset because no one's exempt from it. We may be exempt for it in this particular moment, but life happens to everybody and it can happen at any given moment. Um, that's right. I believe that is a, um, you know, a, a tip that I would like to leave with people is to just, don't stereotype and don't judge every homeless person you see isn't um isn't um a, a druggie, isn't someone who's trying to scam you if there are real there are people that we work with every day that may be homeless and you just don't know it um That's right. and i just think we should all keep that mindset and as shows talked about the community we put it, it is what we make it um so um just be, i i encourage all of our um guests to visit um we there's a wealth of information there are several ways that you can get involved um and in, and and with um advocating for the homeless um and I think we should all keep a heart for um those who are um homeless because not everybody is you know there are um there are people just like me and you. So, um, just before we close out the show, we're at the end of um our show today um but Charlie, can you is there anything else that you would like to share you would like to add um before we end our show?
2: Yes, um, first of all, I'd like to thank you and Joe for having me on the show um You're- We're always looking for people to volunteer to help uh again, they can contact me, Charles Johnson at three oh two four four two five one two seven. I do encourage people to go to the website, uh dot we are dot com. Um we are five oh one C three. Um we are asking people for um donations. Uh, we got a lot going on this year. We need all the help we can get.
1: hmm That's awesome. Joe, did you want to share some a little bit about healthy real estate and
2: what we have going on um this week
3: and upcoming? Um this Thursday, uh, if anyone's in the, uh, which is tomorrow, <laughs> if anyone's in the uh, Wilmington area, we're going to be, we have our monthly networking event at Celebrations on Market, for Happy Hour, to 5 to 7, I, and actually we do that the last Thursday of every single month, Happy Hour, 5 to 7, at Celebrations on Market. Um, I welcome everyone to come out. It's a chance to meet. You can meet Sharon and, and myself. And you know any question you wish to ask us, you know, uh, regarding to real estate or anything else, um, that's that's what that event is there for—a chance for us to interact with people and share ideas and, and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I have speaking of homeless, I will have an upcoming lecture um, that I'm going to be doing a workshop with uh, Hope House locally. Um we're still awesome. working out the details on that. So that for um, those who don't know that's a women's um shelter. So we we're, we're just gonna talk about ways of, you know, helping them to get um uh integrated back into society. Um and it's just a lot. it's just you know, this is a start to uh, this new year and uh you know, we we just plan on just Taking everything we did last year and just elevating it, you know, just a little more.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. we um, thank you for sharing, Joe, um, and Charlie. We thank you so much for taking your time to join the show tonight. I'm sure it won't be the last time. Um, we again want to thank our uh, our guests on the show. And um, if you want to come out, celebrations on Market tomorrow, um, from six, to, from five to seven, three forty South Market Street, Wilmington, Delaware one nine eight zero one. Thank you all again for tuning in to Real Estate Straight Talk. We'll see you next month.
2: All right, thank you for having.
1: Me. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.